Blog Talk Radio. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast with Michael Boldea. Welcome to the program and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth radio broadcast. I am Gino, that secondary loop thing. Professional as always, kids. Professional as always. Welcome to the program. This is the Light of Truth radio broadcast. I am, as always, your humble host, Michael Boldia, fully caffeinated and ready to roll because... uh, We got a lot of stuff to talk about. As always, it's only been a week. I know you'd think to yourself, all this stuff couldn't happen in just one week. Ha ha. That's where you're wrong. Because it has. Uh, Finally, about six months late and a dollar short, uh, everyone's uh, beginning to catch up to the reality that the dollar is in trouble. Uh, We've been talking about this for quite a while. I knew why I was talking about it. Uh, And now that uh, the mainstreamers have caught on and uh, people like Tucker Carlson are doing entire uh, episodes on uh, how the dollar's about to get a haircut, uh, because there are uh, many a nation in the world uh, that are pivoting, that are trying to use currency other than the U.S. dollar. What was uh, the last thing I heard? Uh, Brazil just uh, did a deal with China to use the yuan and not the dollar as their uh, preferred trade currency. Uh, I don't know if we talked about this last week. I, it's, it's, been, it's been a short week but a long week. Uh, my, my youngest uh, had a little bit of a bug the last few days, so uh, the wife had to work because uh, her job is not uh, optional. Uh, she, when she has to be at work, she has to be at work. And uh, I, I, I played babysitter for a few days. Uh, we had tons of fun. I mean, uh, she, she'd spike fevers once in a while. But beyond that, uh, I, I enjoy watching my children grow immensely. I enjoy spending time with my children immensely, and especially the younger one. She's only five. So uh, she hasn't uh, gotten that uh, rebellious streak yet. Uh, she, she doesn't ask why every time I tell her to do something. So we, we just had a bunch of fun. So uh, I, I don't remember if we talked about it last week. But, yeah, every other nation in the world is pretty much going, uh, how can we bypass the dollar? That's uh, the question that everyone is bouncing around. The other thing is that there are more and more people are applying uh, to join the BRICS, which is uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China. Uh, and Saudi Arabia. Now, Africa is like, hey, let us in. Uh, and, uh, you know, Joe Biden's still looking for ice cream. So it's all good, you know, with, with people like this at the helm of the nation, uh, with the fact that we have officially and irrevocably become a banana republic. Uh, you know, hey, blue skies ahead, kids. Uh, but fear not. Just when you thought, hey, you, this 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 chunky Romanian guy sitting in an office in Wisconsin, uh, you know, I, he can't be right all the time. There's some things that he's going to miss on. And I, I, I think the whole uh, escalation of war 
Uh, I think that's the one he's going to miss on, because who wants war anyway? Well, this is, as the kids like to say, hot off the presses. Uh, Russia, the new Cold War is over. We're now in hot conflict with the United States. Now, in case nobody, uh, you know, in, in case you've been living under a rock, in case you don't know what the difference between a Cold War and a hot conflict is, uh, the simplest way to explain it is bloodshed. A Cold War is, you know, you, you try to, you know, put a virus into their banking system, you send a couple of spies over, uh, you know, stuff like that. It's a Cold War. You know, we're, we're, we're animus towards each other, but we don't hate each other enough to try to cut each other's throats. Now, a hot war, well, that's a little different. We're, we're, we're beyond Cold War tactics. Now we're lobbing grenades at each other, but guess what? We have bigger weapons than grenades. I know. It, 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 it can get a little hairy, but fear not. Uh, Macron, el presidente of France... France, which is still, what, uh, on fire because they raised the retirement age like 103 or something. Uh, Well, peacemaker Macron appeals to the Chinese to tell the Russians to please stop invading Ukraine. The best word picture that I could come up with uh, on the spot because, no, somebody uh, left a message. Hey, uh, you should get your writers to put more jokes in your program. You have no idea how low budget we are. R- writers? Look, I don't know what I'm going to be talking about on this program 99% of the time, 10 minutes before it starts. Understand that. You could hear my voice looping through Gino's cell phone because he's like 15 feet away and he couldn't push the button fast enough. Writers, are you out of your mind? This is me. This is off the top of my head, off the cuff. This is Mikey O Natural full of caffeine. Writers, have you lost your mind? I, I, I wouldn't demean myself to have someone else write my words for me. But anyway, with that aside, Macron... Ask the Chinese to tell the Russians, please, please stop invading Ukraine. So, uh, came up with a word picture. This is the word picture that popped into my head. I'll tell it to you right after I sip uh, my delicious beverage, which happens to be coffee, black, and, uh, yep, still smelling a tar. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know where I got it, but I got it on sale, and it's strong. I mean, uh, this is the, the double caffeine stuff. It's got like a little skull on it. I know. Now I've joined the fraternity of George Bush because I bought coffee with a skull on it. Now, it's supposed to be like double or triple the caffeine. Uh, it's, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm riding the lightning. I, chances are my heart will explode in my chest during this program. Wouldn't that be something? Gino would have to finish and he'd have to stop chewing his uh, pistachio nuts while trying to talk. It would be great, but still. Uh, allow me to sip from my delicious beverage, and then we'll continue with my word picture. Imagine a bar scene with a melange. I know I'm using uh, French words because we're talking about the French president. This this is the level of, of, of just 
subversive intelligence that, that I possess. I thought you said you were humble. It was a joke. Lighten up. One of these days, you're going to see a mushroom cloud, and then you're going to miss the humor. That's all I'm going to say. So imagine a, a, a bar with a melange of uh, various criminals, bikers, murderers, you know, just, just the worst of the worst. And then you have a man wearing a sundress with a flower in his hair walking in, going, hey, guys, can we just give peace a chance? The guy in the dress is Macron. You're asking the Chinese, who are uh, openly defiant of the U.S. right now. We're going to get into this one, too, because uh, I've said it before. And, and nobody, nobody caught on, and everybody's like, well, you know. I, my only question is, which, which pops off first, China and Taiwan or Russia and Europe? That's, that's my only question. I mean, if, if they're colluding, as uh, one of the favorite words of the 2020s, uh, you know, states, if they're colluding, it might be at the same time. But now China is deploying warships near Taiwan because uh, Tsai, uh, which is uh, the Taiwanese, I think, uh, president. Yeah, it's, it's a president. It's not the prime minister. It's the president. They have a president. So uh, the president of Taiwan met with uh, Speaker Kevin McCarthy. And uh, the moment that conversation took place, the Chinese deployed warships. Uh, near Taiwan, uh, the word, as the kids like to say, uh, in the underground, I know, you're thinking to yourself, I have a network of like highly stylized, uh, you know, researchers. I know a couple of retired guys that are arthritic, that are still plugged into stuff. And uh, one of them uh, said to me, uh, just wait uh, until uh, China blocks trade with Taiwan. This he told me about four days ago. And I didn't know what exactly he was talking about. And then I read this, that, that Japan's defense ministry also said that Chinese aircraft carriers, uh, the, the Shandong, I know, they have scary names, uh, was spotted in the Pacific Ocean for the first time uh, this uh, past Wednesday, which is yesterday. Yes, I know, we're recording today. By the way, this is a recording. I know you're, you're all disappointed, but I can't be drinking coffee at 6 p.m. Central. I'd be up until 3 in the morning, and that's when I wake up. So uh, th- th- this is why we recorded a little earlier, so I can have my fill of caffeine. Uh, but it is, today is April the 6th, the year of our Lord, 2023. And uh, right now, if uh, the Chinese uh, pull a blockade to stop uh, Taiwan from doing trade, uh, that's uh, wiping out about $2 trillion from the global economy per annum. I said per annum, don't, you're you're dirty-minded. I know, if you got the kids listening, I'm sorry again, but it's per annum. There's an M at the end of it, okay? So stop. 
but things are heating up because they have to. They can't. They can't remain status quo when uh, OPEC decided to cut production, and that bumped oil uh, like six percent in just one day. Uh, we're still trying to pick a fight with the Russians because we have to have somebody to blame this beautiful economy on because uh, the warm doff started to turn and uh, we're beginning to see unemployment numbers uh, become a wee bit scary given that inflation is still this high. But let's, uh, let's, let's start with the first one I was going to talk about, go through it because I warned you, I warned you and I warned you and nobody listened because that's, 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 the cruel fate of my existence. I tell you things, nobody listens, they come to pass and go, can you believe it? Yes. Uh, A transgender pastor out of uh, North Dakota compared uh, the mentally ill transgender person that killed three kids and three adults then was shot by the cops to guess whom? That's right. None other than Jesus himself. Look, all right, American Prophetic, are you ready? The day will come that judgment will commence upon America. The day that judgment commences upon America, things will have gotten so bad that even milquetoast Christians will say, yep, we deserve this and worse. Do you understand that very few people will be able to say that the judgment served upon this nation is undeserved? Because we're slip-sliding close to the flames, kids. And these are people that are are supposed believers, pastor in North Dakota of all places, comparing a mentally ill degenerate who killed six people with Jesus. Because why not? Now, there's another tumult going about. And it, it, it goes to my point that I made a few times over the past few months. A lot of these quote-unquote so-called uh, transitioning individuals, before they decided to strap on a bra and act effeminate, had absolutely no redeeming quality or any sort of value that they could monetize in their lives, thereby making them special. Case in point, there's this this gooberish thing that has a Twitter account or something. Uh, they, 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 he, it, I'm not going to say the it. I don't even know if, if it's a they or a he or a she, but it uh, compared... Uh, pregnant women to to having Barbie pouches and uh, really looked forward to the day that it could get pregnant too. Before it decided to become a woman, you wouldn't have paid it five bucks to run a counter at McDonald's. After uh, it became brave and courageous and a shining light of the movement, Uh, Both Budweiser and Nike are throwing money at it to sponsor their products. I think this is a fatal mistake, especially for Budweiser, because 
let's face it, I'm not a drinker. I don't drink beer. I don't drink wine. Uh, I've had a scotch in life once, I think. Don't, don't like the taste. But I don't begrudge anyone that has a beer. It says don't get drunk. It doesn't say don't drink. We can, we can debate it if you want. If your conviction is don't ever touch it, be like Samson. Don't do it. Because if, you if your conviction is not to touch a beer and you do it, that's it. Your hair's off. You've got a shaved head. Because some things God requires of people, uh, of certain individuals, as, as a sign of faithfulness, that he doesn't require of others. It, this, that's, this is not the point of this. The point is this, is, is I know a few people, both church folk and not church folk, who have a beer once on occasion. None of them fit the mold of a confused man who puts on a dress and thinks he's a woman. None of them are, are, are limp-wristed or, or have a lisp. So for Budweiser, I think it's Bud Light. I don't even know. What do I know? But it's, it's the same company. Remember they used to be called the King of Beers? Yeah, apparently now they're the queer of beers. And I don't think their uh, fan base is going to be all too excited with their new spokesperson, with their new mascot. Hey! So we'll see where this goes. But I thought, look, these people are shooting themselves in the face just to pacify the mentally ill. Back to Macron. I know, and now I'm going to get letter. How dare you tell people they can drink a beer? I didn't tell you anything. I told you what I choose to do. I don't drink. I don't drink beer. I don't drink wine. I don't drink whiskey. Will I begin to quote a scripture in the King James if I'm sitting down to dinner with somebody and they order a beer and they're a Christian? No, because that's their conviction. Mine's different and the Bible is up in the air about it. It says don't get drunk. If I see you have 15 beers, we're going to have a talk. It's going to be a heart-to-heart. -heart. One, between you and God. So, French President Emmanuel Macron appealed on Thursday to Chinese leader Xi Jinping, who received an effusive welcome from Vladimir Putin in Moscow last month to bring Russia to its senses and help make lasting peace in the Ukraine. After Xi Jinping was done laughing, which took about 13 minutes, that, that was just my addition. I'm, I'm going to go back to the article now. Macron, or Macron, pointed to the Chinese uh, support for the United Nations Charter, which calls for respect of a country's territory integrity, or territorial integrity, and for nuclear agreements. He said peace and stability based on those were threatened by the Russian president's invasion of Ukraine. Z's government, uh, listen to this, I know, because, I, I, look, I understand, talking incessantly about pet dinosaurs and ice cream land in heaven gives you very little time to prognosticate other things in the real life world. But 
of all the folks that I know in, quote-unquote, the prophetic realm, which has in itself become a joke in America. Let's face it. I'm sorry. I, I, I have this conversation with my little brother a lot. I, I, I'm having a hard time uh, talking about prophecy and the prophetic in general because people view it through the lens of 2023 and the crazies that have come out of the woodwork calling themselves prophets. Now, I do remember someone talking about this old early 90s, about the Chinese and the Russians uh, becoming fast friends and identifying a common enemy. I, I, it skips my mind who it was, but I'm sure you could find it at some point. In between, you know, Sasquatches and unicorns in heaven, maybe look some of that stuff up. Look, I get that we're all excited to get to heaven. We can't stop being aware of what's happening on earth while we're still here. I'm just going to put it nicely. Because I, I, I got together, they had a Wisconsin election for a Supreme Court. Uh, I've met Dan Kelly, the guy that was running against the uber-lib baby killer. Uh, nice guy. I voted for him. And I went and I voted and I was 99% certain it wouldn't go our way and I voted anyway. And Gino comes in this morning and he was very upset. He's on a cane because he just, he got a brand new hip. So, uh, you know, he's, he's uh, Frank Sinatra frisky. And uh, he's like, can you believe it? I'm all, Gino, at some point, we believers are going to have to come to terms with the reality that, A, there aren't that many true believers in America, and B, most of the people that call themselves Christians really aren't. And yes, I can believe it. Yes, I can believe the election went, it, went the way it did. Because this is the callousness of the modern individual. This, this was like the first time a, a, a potential state Supreme Court justice came out and said, yep, I'm all for killing babies. Kill them all, kill them all, kill them all. And he's like, are you supposed to say that out loud as, as a judge? Aren't you supposed to use the rule of law? But this is where we are. So again, it's not going to be a shocker when things begin to burn. It's not going to be a shocker when judgment commences. Because we deserve it. We more than deserve it. But what about the rising phoenix, Brother Mike? Well, <laughs> don't get me started. I can't. I, I need a lot more coffee for that. Because, you know, I, I'm not naturally abrasive. Um, I'm actually quite the teddy bear. Ask, ask anyone who knows me. I'm an easygoing guy. But there are certain things that, that really push my buttons. There, there are certain things that take me from zero to 60 in three seconds or less. And that whole rising phoenix thing is one of them. 
look, at some point, you got to give up the ghost. At some point, you got to call it. You got to say, this is what it is. I have to strengthen my faith. I have to cement my faith. I have to solidify my relationship with Christ. But as far as rising phoenixes in a restored nation, mm, that, that, that ship has sailed. I, I, I even use the King James. Indeed, that ship has sailed. Uh, but so, see, that's the thing when you have so much to talk about. You just jump from one thing to another. Uh, yeah, uh, former President Donald Trump got indicted on, on what, 34, 38 charges uh, that every single member of Congress and every single member of uh, the Senate, uh, the current president, former presidents were guilty of to a certain extent at some point. Uh, but yeah, we're not a banana republic. No, no, justice. Indeed, justice must be served. Uh, if, if this is justice, kids, I, whether you love them or you hate them, this is beyond politics at this point. This is exactly what they do back in the old country. Whenever they have a political opponent that they think has a chance at beating them, boom, indictments. Now, after the election, when the dust settles, they drop uh, the indictments or uh, they get acquitted or not guilty. And, and, and that person, you know, after having spent months or years and many a uh, shekel to, uh, as Nancy Pelosi would say, prove their innocence, uh, you know, they, they, they learned their lesson and they licked their wounds. But for anyone to sit there and go, oh, no, this is, this is normal. This is, this is the legal system at work. Yes, sir, Bob. The system is working. Lady Liberty and justice. Indeed blind. Stop. Stop. They're using every single lever that they can to ensure that by the time the 2024 elections roll around, uh, the man will still be embroiled in court or he will have been so severely put off by the whole thing that he'll just throw in the towel. Now, again, they, they've always miscalculated it because they act out of fear. You know, hatred and fear. Are, are, are very powerful emotions, and they make you do things that are counterintuitive. If they would have left the man alone, he still would have run, but he probably would have struggled because there's fresh faces that have come around that don't have his baggage. But the fact that they've made him a martyr again, the fact that even, even his enemies, even uh, Pierre Delecto himself, said, oh, this isn't justice. Jeb Bush, look, if he could watch Donald Trump standing in front of a firing squad, Jeb Bush would bring popcorn. That's how much he hates Donald Trump. But even Jeb Bush goes, yeah, this, this isn't, no, this, 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 this ain't right. This just ain't right. And so when your enemies, when people who detest you, are forced to come to your defense. They've made you a martyr. 
they look, I look, I'm not going to say any more because I may have the Democrat Party come and offer me a job to 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 do their, uh, you know, war gaming. And I, I can't. They might offer me a lot of money. And you know what? I realize my wife and kids like to stand a lot. So uh, I, I don't want to be tempted. <laughs> anyway, back to uh, President Macron pressuring. Haha, uh, the Chinese leader, Xi Jinping, into giving it to Vladimir Putin straight. Uh, li- listen to this. So while Macron is uh, throwing a hissy fit, trying to convince the Chinese to convince the Russians to leave Ukraine alone because uh, they're realizing that they're going to have to depend on America if they have to go to war with Russia for Ukraine. And right now the Americans have their plateful, uh, their dollars about to collapse, their economies in ruin, inflation's going to turn into hyperinflation, uh, and they have China to contend with. I know. But hey, just remember, when you start doubting this president's ability to deal with dangerous situations, remember that he stood up to corn pop. So that should let you sleep at night. That should be like a warm, comforting blanket. Everything's blowing up. Everything's collapsing. But hey, the man with his hand on the wheel stood up the corn pop. Never mind that he doesn't know his name half the time and he has to write his name in his underwear. But probably not anymore because, you know, I mean, once you go number two in your undies, you throw them away. He's made millions from Hunter, so he could probably afford new underwear is all I'm saying. Anyway, see, Mike's getting frisky now, and I only had one sip of coffee. I'm going to go to number two now. Coffee. Not, not Joe Biden, but coffee. These government declared, listen to this very well. It had a no-limits friendship with Russia ahead of the February 22 attack, but has tried to appear neutral. No limits friendship, indeed. Mm? And Macron told Xi, I know I can count on you under the two principles I just mentioned to bring Russia to its senses and bring everyone back to the negotiating table. Well, the problem is uh, the Ukrainians still high on their own supply, at least that, that little goober that's always wearing the same outfit. I mean, you're close to a trillion dollars that you got from the American taxpayer. You'd think you could afford a different color sweatsuit. Just saying. It's annoying me, too. But you guys don't help the Ukraine. Yes, the Ukrainian people, not the Ukrainian government. Because guess what? All that money that's being funneled to the Ukrainian government is not making its way to the people. The people are still suffering. The people are still hungry. The people are still naked. But when the dust settles on this whole thing, however way it turns out, you're going to have a lot of top-tier and middling Ukrainian officials retire as multimillionaires or billionaires and find themselves a little island where they can park their yacht and party all the time. And sure, Part of that's going to get kicked back to the likes of Nancy and others because that's the way it works. You are ant. 
You are the servant. I was going to say slave, but then again, we get into this whole thing. But, but we are on paper. Shut up. Go to work. Give me half your money. And everything that you would have spent the other half on is probably going to be three times as expensive by the end of the year. Now go to it or we'll arrest you. So, Macron uh, was certain that he could count on Z to, to, to bring everyone back to the negotiation table. We need to find the lasting peace, Macron said. I believe that this is also an important issue for China as much as it is for France and Europe. Yes, but for diff- very different reasons. Because the weaker the U.S. gets and the weaker Europe gets and the more animosity there is between inter-European nations because they're running out of gas or they're running out of food and the more animosity that can be created within the United States because the population feels like it's being taken advantage of. They don't have money to feed their kids, but their taxes keep going up and their money's being sent all over the world just because Joe Biden decided he needs to sign some papers between ice cream licks, the more animosity there will be against the government here. And that all works in China's favor because the weaker their enemy is, the better it is for them. (sighs) Now, Mr. Xi, or Xi, uh, <laughs> not caring a whit about what Macron demanded, uh, simply said that he welcomed relations with France, but didn't mention Ukraine or Russia. Huh. So all that begging, let's just say all that begging didn't do much and like I said the longer this lasts the worst relations within Europe will get between nations and guess what the Polish Prime Minister came out and said of uh, Senor Macron or Monsieur Macron that he would negotiate with Hitler basically uh, chiding him for trying to get the Chinese to bring the Russians to heel. Look, there's an old saying, it's dumb. It's a dumb saying. I'm going to preface by saying it's a dumb saying, but in this case, it applies. Game recognizes game. I know you're thinking to yourself, that's so dumb, but it's true. You see, when somebody like Xi Jinping and Vladimir Putin get together, game recognizes game. So the idea that the Chinese would try to bring the Russians to heel, non-starter. Now you bring Monsieur Macron into the mix, and there's no game there. These two guys, Putin and Xi, look at Macron as somebody that needs to be throat punched just for fun. 
But this is this is the delusion that these people live under. Joe Biden thinks that if he could remind everyone he stood up to corn pop, the world will come to heal. And Macron thinks that if he can get Z or if you can ask Z to intervene with Russia on behalf of the world, he'll do it. He won't. Up, oh, sip number three. We're getting close. So now, I I one one of these days I'm just gonna read silly headlines for a whole hour because we need to laugh. I can't. Uh, the United States is playing with fire and engaged in a hot hybrid war with Russia. Having already graduated from the Cold War stage, a Russian government minister has claimed. Incredibly, even going so far as to blame the U.S. for rising nuclear tensions. Well, I mean, they have a point. The new Cold War is already over, a Kremlin spokesman said apparently looking past Russia's own role in invading Ukraine and accusing the United States of playing with fire. Again, I mean, if there's two sides to every coin, you could look at the situation from a certain angle that gives him partial credibility. He's not completely correct because, yes, the Russians are the ones that that, that rolled into Ukraine. But for the last six months, it's not the Russians that have been trying to peck a fight with the rest of the world. Huh? Okay. The comments come just hours after Russia announced it had deployed nuclear-capable missiles to the borders of NATO in Belarus and refitted Belarusian jets with the equipment to carry and drop nuclear bombs. I know. Inching closer every day. Make sure you have a high-definition camera to capture that mushroom cloud. So, I'm going to read that again just so it sinks in because people still think this is this is like Saddam Hussein. People still think that this is this is like uh, finding uh, an old dirty bearded man in a spider hole. We are talking about nuclear bomb, nuclear, or as George Bush Jr. would say, nuclear. We're talking about nuclear bombs here, boys. The comments come just hours after Russia announced it has deployed nuclear-capable missiles to the borders of NATO in Belarus and uh, refitted Belarusian jets with the equipment to carry and drop nuclear bombs. Moscow made a tacit accusation that the United States was to blame for this, saying Russia was doing no more than America already did in stationing nuclear weapons in the territory of European allies. Speaking Wednesday, Russia's Deputy Foreign Minister Sergei Ryabkov made the hot war comment and said, per a release on his discussion from a government-controlled news and propaganda service, I think we have already passed this period of Cold War. 
Now we are in the phase of a hot conflict with the United States. We are witnessing the direct involvement of that country in a hybrid war with Russia on various fronts. By hybrid war, he means using uh, cutouts and straw men to attempt and uh, weaken or depose the government of Russia. So, uh, you know, click one, one second closer to midnight. That's all it is. Uh, all right. Let me put it this way. If the world is run by a bunch of dumb people, it's inevitable that at some point one of the dumb people will do something dumb. So, again, if if you think Mr. Robinette Biden is a secret genius, then God bless you. I, he's really He's really good at hiding it. Uh, if you think Mr. Macron is a secret genius, God bless you again. Look, other than maybe the Hungarians and the Polish, which, which still have leaders that call themselves men without having to quantify that those are their pronouns, uh, the West doesn't have any viable leadership. It doesn't have any, any men of, of conviction or boldness. Poland's a small country, and Poland eventually will have to look out for its own self-interest. So will Hungary. Romania, Romania is just going to be the place where everybody, you know, shakes off the dust, I guess. We're going to be what we've always been. We've taken it from every side every time. First the Russians rolled through, then the Germans rolled through, then the Russians rolled through, then the Americans came and... Well, rolled through to whatever, over whatever was left. That was just WW2. Before that, it was the Ottomans, it was the Turks, it was the, the Huns. Uh, you know, uh, we, we were the crossroads of pillaging and uh, all that jazz. But the West doesn't have a, a, a viable leader that understands that the situation is... And at some point, it's going to go beyond words. At some point, it's going to go beyond, hey, you're dumb. No, you're dumb. Oh, yeah, I'll show you. And the Russians have just taken one step closer to nuclear conflict. Like he said, it's hot. And we're not talking about, you know, the way we understand hot nowadays. While blame is generally laid at Russia's door for invading Ukraine, the minister insisted it was, in fact, the U.S. that was pushing the world towards nuclear war and that Russia was the peaceful party trying to avoid such an exchange. Now, he's full of hot air, too. Let's face it. I mean, we, we, I can't. I can't read that with a straight face. Oh, he's right. You know, Mr. Ribikoff put down that vodka. Because, uh, look, this wasn't... America's beef to begin with. We thought we could use the Ukrainians to depose Vladimir Putin and put in a puppet government, not realizing that people have been trying to oust him for 25 years and he's still the guy in power. I know, now they're, he's, he's pooping in plastic bags so you don't find out he's got lymphoma. 
look, the, the, the news articles that are coming out are just ludicrous now. Come on. Stop. Look, it, it's, and again, even if you managed to oust him, can you guarantee that the guy that replaces him will be any better? That's the question nobody wants to acknowledge. So, yes, as, as Ronald Reagan would have said to Gorbachev, Mr. Ribikov put down that vodka. Uh, there can be no winners in a nuclear war. And that, it must not be unleashed. So I guess what he's saying is, because we know that what the outcome of nuclear war is, uh, probably not the best thing to unleash it. The U.S. is playing with fire and was risking making fatal mistakes, Ribikov said, saying the Russian Federation will be ready to take all measures and to use all means at our disposal if there were attempts to encroach on their sovereignty. Hmm. I know, but hey, Macron spoke to Xi Jinping to speak to the Russians. Can you tell your friend to stop picking on my friend? That's pretty much what it was. I'm sorry. Russia has increased its bluster over uh, their rights as a sovereign nation in recent months as NATO has become more directly involved in supporting Ukraine, but has skirted around its own role in invading another sovereign country, referring to the war euphemistically as a necessary special military operation. The United States, for their part, have reflected on the effectiveness of the Russian military after the invasion appeared to fail in its original dash to capture territory and to quickly uh, and quickly got bogged down. Now, the question is this. Does the effectiveness of the Russian military matter when we're talking about nuclear weapons? Just a thought. Because I keep hearing this bandied about, oh, look, they can't even take on Ukraine. They can't take on us. We have transgender Marines, man. We're just going boom, boom, boom. Does the effectiveness of the Russian military matter when we're talking about nuclear weapons. Stop yourself. So, that's that, as far as globally speaking. Uh, and I've got, I've got a couple articles pulled up. There's a disgraced megachurch pastor uh, pops his head up again and uh, apologizes for his adulterous affair. Because, you know, that's what they do. But hey, at least it was with another woman. This is, this, this is, no, it, it was a guy with the, don't get excited, Gino. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't that lascivious. It was just a, a, a guy who cheated on his wife with a, with a woman. So it's not, it's not spicy. Because that's the standard now. 
just just normal adultery is fine because it could be a lot worse. Uh, all right, we're going to read this because you need to understand where it's headed. All right. If you disagree in any way with the whole cross-dresser, transgender, mentally ill thing, anything that happens to you from that point forward is your fault because you're not being affirming enough. I, I'm going to read it. You need to know. I, I know you're like, but we don't want to. You, you have to. Drag queen minister berates woke denomination for not being affirming enough. Let that title sink in. The United Church of Christ, UCC, continues its catfight with the ERLC to see who can proverbially pluck the most hairs out of Jesus' beard with the three apostate denominations neck and neck in their race to the pit of hell and first into the fiery flames. This is the same denomination that's pro-choice affirming and openly allows uh, drag queens to preach at their churches and who's seeking to become ordained in their drag persona. I know, rising phoenix, brother Mike, we shall, we shall conquer and take back. Stop. This is what's happening. What are you going to take back? Despite being a woke cauldron of worldly excess and ideology, the UCC's progressivism will never be enough for reprobates who are not content to beat the denomination to death, but want to poke and prod it with sticks after they do. During a recent message at New York's Fort Washington Collegiate School, James Admins, a digital minister who performs in drag under the name Marge Aaron Johnson, of course, berated the church and the denomination, which is overwhelmingly comprised of white senior citizens and lesbians, that there aren't enough black folk or trans folk in the church. Uh, now I have a headache, and it's not from the caffeine. If the UCC was really as open and affirming as it claims to be, then there would be trans people of color in every UCC church, but that would also require the UCC to reckon with its white supremacy culture. This, why are you calling yourself a church? Call yourself a, a gentleman's club. I, well, you can't because you're not. I, call, just call yourself a club. The club. The all-inclusive weirdo club. Whatever you want to call yourself. But don't call yourself a church. But this is what passes for church. And I know you're thinking to yourself, this is a one-off. You found that one out of a million. No. Amen leader promotes gay marriage during concert. And crowd falls silent. Uh, Dr. Field Harrison and his wife Sabrina uh, launched Amen Church in Dallas, Texas. 
Uh, and uh, he's like, yep, you know, yay, go gay. And uh, during a concert, and everybody was like, what? Because it's Texas still. Now, if everybody would have walked down, that would have been something. But I think uh, the worst of it, and I know I saved the worst for last, should have been the best, but there was no best this hour, was there? It was just just sadness. It was, it was a sadness stew with a side of sadness. Uh, Micah Luigi, or Lugi, the transgender pastor of St. Mark's Lutheran Church in Fargo, North Dakota, has compared the treatment of transshooter Audrey Hale to the treatment of Jesus in his passion. Uh, I, at one point, do you call it apostate? I'm just, it's just a question. Because I know, can the apostate phoenix rise? The Jewish leaders were looking for any excuse, valid or not, to crucify Jesus, Lugi said in her April 2nd sermon. And they needed to kill him in order to preserve their good image. Jesus didn't walk into a school with a gun and shoot three kids and three adults. You mentally ill buffoon. Stop it. Really? There any excuse? No. If that lunatic would have stayed home, nobody would have bothered it. But that lunatic said, hey, I'm going to wake up this morning, put on some boy trousers or girl trousers or, or, or I don't, what is it, non-binary tri- trousers, make sure my guns is loaded and go to a Christian school and kill six innocent people but you know what maybe it's because they weren't affirming enough huh told you oh they couldn't take it that far brother might want to bet stop after reading the biblical accounts of jesus's crucifixion lugi a biological female married to a woman of course but I, I can't even keep track. I, I don't want to. I don't want to. <sighs> Drew an analogy to the mass shooting in Nashville. There are a significant number of people who deem that the fact that the Nashville shooter happened to be a trans person, no, not just happened and not the first. Stop. Don't be disingenuous. Don't be a hypocrite. If you're mentally ill, be mentally ill on your own time. This was not the first. Now you need two hands to count how many were transgender and cross-dressing for the last 10 mass shootings. For such a small pool, there's a lot of mental illness. Do you want to go there? Do you? Woman married to a woman who thinks it's a man? just an excuse that they need to call for the eradication of trans folks never called for the eradication of anybody but if you're mentally ill you need help you need treatment and between you feeling uncomfortable by me saying you need treatment and risking one of your kind walking into my kid's school because they feel as though they weren't affirming enough 
I'd rather you feel uncomfortable. There, I said it, and I'm not going to apologize. Thank you all for joining us. I know you're like, ah, tell us more. I can't. My hour's up. But hey, you'll have three minutes of Gino and his pistachio chewing. So, Gene, if you got anything to say, it's yours. Thank you, Mike. Boy, I'm speechless. Takes a lot to get me speechless, but we are just like, we are Sodom and Gomorrah, worse than Sodom and Gomorrah. I, I, I'm like 20, 15 feet from Mike, and I, my jaw is half open through half the show. I don't study the as much as he does about what's going on, but man, how we have not been judged yet shows you the mercy of God because we deserve everything we got coming. And you know what I'm appalled at? So many of these pastors back in, you know, 1989 and 90 when I was booking Mike and Dimitri, they wouldn't have nothing to do with this message. You know, it was hard to get them into churches, even in Wisconsin. You look at where we're at. You look at all the crazy things we've allowed in America. I could name five to ten movements that were just nuts, including the prosperity movement and the movement uh, barking like animals, the Y2K thing, most of other things. And you look at where we're at now, and half of what Mike shared about today, this is from churches and pastors. Wicked as wicked can be. This is like, I I would have no doubt that the latter end of this year, I have no doubt some of this could not only happen, but you're seeing the fall of America right now. This country is fallen. Like Revelation 18, Babylon is fallen. And anyone who's so patriotic to think America is the apple of God's eye, you're as blind as a bat. Because this, this, this country is is allowing devils to call shots. Considering the one in the White House, let's start with there, and then several cabinet members that don't know what gender affiliation they are, etc. We're in such trouble with God, it's not funny. But you know what? It's Resurrection Week, so I'll end on a good note. Thank God for Jesus. He's still redeeming, saving lives, giving hope. But how the Lord weeps at the state of this country. And... Uh, you know, you read, go and read Jeremiah 51, 8 through 15. Read it again. Read Jer, uh, Revelation 18. And you can see, we, Revelation 18 is exactly what America is. The home of every foul spirit, uncaged bird. Pretty much saying, full of devils. <laughs> and then Revelation 18 talks about one day they'll see the burning of its cities from the ocean. It's all coming true. But with that, let's think this week about the goodness of the Lord. Keep preaching Christ. And uh, thank God Jesus is on the throne. Thank you so much for listening to the Light of Truth radio broadcast. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth with Michael Baldea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website, at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, you can email us at handofhelpoffice at aol.com. 
or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you. They are